What is up, mi gente? Hey. Hey. What's up, what's, what's going on, Sofia? This is mi gente show. The red wave that wasn't. On a Wednesday today. Wednesday, yes. Yeah. Yes, on a Wednesday, midweek hump day stream. Mm-hmm. Mi gente show, reacting to news and culture from a Latinx EO perspective. And thanks, everybody. For tuning in, helping us out, uh, listening to the podcast over the last several episodes, the podcast is doing really good. Personal news. We're up to close to a thousand downloads. Um, and that's only f- counting from when we started to the Mijente show had its own channel. So, and we're over a hundred followers on the Podbean, which is our primary platform. Uh, but we're also getting, uh, Traction and following from all over the world. Uh, we went over it the other day, different countries, people all over the world listening to me hint the show, yes. following us. So it's exciting. I, I know. I was like, we have a Romanian listener. That's wild. Yeah, Switzerland, all kinds of all <laughs> kinds of countries are going uh, are after it. Um, so any uh, personal news from your uh, side of the border? Yeah, I saw a neurologist today. Isn't that exciting? awesome so exciting yeah no um getting my little cabecita fixed you know what i mean i've been having some health issues mi gente it's not that great uh it hasn't been fun times but uh we're getting we're getting healthy we're getting healthy man i gotta start exercising ah man (laughs) Ah! i gotta do positive changes to my lifestyle damn it you have a gym or do you well i don't okay so last year I had a gym membership and I would go pretty consistently. So I was, re- I was really healthy like last year and something happened in 2022, man. I just plummeted. My health declined. I have not been resting, sleeping well, been just the partying has increased. Partying has increased. Yes. Yes. And yeah. So a lot of vacations. I'm going to, I'm going to get back to my 2021 self. I will get a gym membership. Well, don't quote uh, me on that. Yeah, hey man, if you need a if you need a workout, buddy, you know. You want to you want to do a little. You want you want to yeah, be healthy. I mean, yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Oh my god! Try. New Year's resolutions, 2023. Let's be healthy, queens. Mi gente, mi gente, workout duo. I, I'm down. Let's do it. We could just do a, a podcast while we work out. See how long it takes us to pack <laughs> up. Yeah. <laughs> try running and talking at the same time. <laughs> Was that also? Was that your dog's? Yeah, well, I don't know what he did, but he, he stepped on his dinner bowl or something that <laughs> slid across the room. I don't know. What about you? Personal news. How are your dogs doing? How are you doing? Uh, the dogs are doing good. The dogs are okay. Uh, they are... They are... Also, was never a cuddler because he's such a... Because I guess uh, during the summer when I got him, he would never want to like uh, sleep close to the other dogs because it was so hot. And he would actually sleep outside a lot. Um, but recently he started to, uh, cause it's been cold as ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's been, he's been, he's been getting more into the dog pile mix. So that's interesting to see. That's uh, cause, cause he's a big fuzzy, fuzzy rat. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, uh, I mean, just adjusting to the time change, I think has been messing <sighs> me up a little bit. Yeah. But having been been a little sniffly the last couple of days, um, still, you know, life is up and down as always, adjusting to the new normal of my life and um, watching a ton of movies for the festival, San Diego Latino mm-hmm. Film Festival. Oh, yeah. Reminding people um, they're the final deadline to submit films for consideration for the 30th anniversary of the San Diego Latino Film Festival is um, 
the 11th is in two days. So mm. if you know anybody that has a movie um, and that they finish over the last couple of years, that's either for, by, or featuring Latinos or Latino EX themes, mm-hmm. uh, make sure they submit them. Um, I also might have uh, access to that thing that rhymes with uh, favors or neighbors. <laughs> In case uh-huh. she, uh, to help people if they need, uh, if they want to submit. So hit me up um, mm-hmm. as well as that. But um, our main topic for the day, since it's just us, is going to be reacting to the uh, big news of the week, which is the red wave that wasn't. Yeah. Um, so let's start with some reactions uh, that, that were happening um did well let me ask you this i know you 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 haven't been super plugged in but but was there one result that you saw come in that was the most surprising to you or the one that you thought was was the strangest or was it just kind of the fact that 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 it was like an anticipated red wave that sort of fizzled yeah yeah well (laughs) thank you for that because yeah no i have not been plugged in at all but you know um i've been trying to catch up and I, I it's I think for me it's just the general fact that it was not a red wave because <laughs> I even was expecting it. I think I don't know I don't know what, what it is about the media. I don't know if it was because a lot of the candidates were very radical. Um, mm-hmm. That in my head I was prepared for the worst, and I'm used to the pendulum the pendulum effect. You know, like you know, there's a, there's a Democratic president, so obviously um, in the midterms is not going to look too good, and so. Yeah, pleasantly surprised. I, it was more so just like the surprise that there was this big talk and it didn't happen. And I was, you know, very excited. Yeah, about, yeah. usually midterms are that are the thing where the the the, the party that's in charge has big losses, mm-hmm. um, and it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Uh, they thought they were going to win both the uh, Republicans thought they were going to win both house house and the Senate and have a big majority in both. Um, it looks like they might still win the house. It's everything's up for a toss up. The, the Senate might stay the same. There's a runoff on Georgia between. All right. So some numbers, um, 85% of evangelicals, uh, in Georgia voted for Herschel Walker instead of the guy who's literally named Reverend. <laughs> Is that real? Yeah. Oh my God. I thought his whole abortion thing would like, you know. No, no, it, it really solidified that it doesn't matter. Okay, so this, this, this is the big theme. I think is candidate choice is the the mm-hmm. main issue, the main theme that that's been that I've been hearing a lot about. Because in certain places, you know, Trump puts up Herschel Walker. He's a guy from Georgia. He went to Georgia Tech. He's a famous football player from Georgia. Although he played for the Cowboys and then the Vikings, but um, he put a knife on his family. He's got a gay son who is against him. Mm-hmm. He paid for multiple women's abortions. He, he, he walks around with a fake badge and says he's a cop. Yeah. Uh, he's got definitely like CTE from football and other <laughs> mental decline. And he's going and he's, and he's, and he's going up against a reverend, mm-hmm. a reverend and an evangelical and evangelicals. Yeah overwhelmingly still voted for him. That's interesting. Because at some level, it doesn't matter as long as he is going to go do the thing and say, you know, 
He's going to vote against the, as long, I don't care if he gets eight abortions as long as he votes against abortion, right? That's kind of yeah. what they're saying. And I don't care if he paid for two abortions. I don't care. <laughs> the guy, it's kind of like how they were, they would, they, they, people say that, that Trump is like the most Catholic or the most religious president. Mm-hmm. Obama, like, literally, like, went to church. Biden goes to church and, like, like, it is the strangest thing that they, they really do not care one bit about religion other than they use it to say, oh, we want religious laws, we want religion in politics, but we don't actually want people that practice it. We just want people that say they, they do. Yeah, it's a tool to control and they just use it to sort of uh, deliver whatever policies you want them to do, I guess. Like, I don't know. I feel like some people are just too far gone. And as long as the person fits the agenda that you want, whether that is like, out, you know, banning abortion rights or women's rights or transgender, whatever it is that, you know, is the social pop culture thing that they're against, Um yeah, it's it, it seems like they're very team oriented. It doesn't matter if it's hypocritical. They don't really care if they're actually Christian. They just want them to do their yeah, their bidding. As long as, long as you can go vote, as long as you're going to vote for our interest. Yeah. But it's so uh, weird also because their interest in my opinion yeah. it lacks like it lacks any any tangible you know policy. Like policy is my thing. That's my bread and butter. So it's kind of like for me, I, I don't know. I feel like the radical right is just kind of like, I don't know, just very, it lacks yeah. policy. It lacks policy and consistency, in my opinion. Their policy is own the libs. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Run on crime and inflation and Biden is a fucking asshole. And how dare he forgive student debt. And um, and then and people, literally, literally people in Ohio and people in the middle of the country in Wisconsin, and they're running on crime in New York City, mm-hmm. or they're running on border stuff. Like, why do people in Wisconsin care what the fuck's happening at the border? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than it, that, other than they're they're told to drive. All right. Exactly. So, so Georgia's yeah. one thing. The 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 evangelical part of it. The other part is that the biggest voting block, by far, is uh, Generation Z. So mm-hmm. tons and tons and tons of millennials voted so much so that uh, immediately the talking point was Generation Z is destroying the country at the ballot box. <laughs> they don't know any better. Raise the voting age. I saw somebody that said raise the voting age to to 21. OK, boomer. Jeez. Um, which is hilarious. <laughs> Because um, because it's just hilarious, right? Yeah, raised to 21. Gen Z officially has a seat in Congress. Maxwell Alejandro Frost, a 25-year-old Democrat, mm. won his election on Tuesday in Florida's 10th Congressional District over Cam- Calvin Wimbish, a Republican. 25-year-old Democrat, Gen Z in Congress. This is in Florida? In Florida. There's no yeah. way. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was. A, I thought they went red. I thought that was one of the places. Florida was went. There were some surprises all over the place. Uh, yeah, that was an interesting yeah. one. But but literally, they were saying uh, raise the voting age to twenty one. They can still <laughs> buy guns. Uh, so join the military. 
Yeah, the fact that they were Republicans calling to raise the voting age to 21 because Gen Z showed up is heavy in heavy Democratic numbers last night is both laughable and terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so 18-year-old is fine to own an assault rifle, fight or die for the country, but now they're saying, oh, wait, but you're voting too liberal. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get pissed about that. Mm-hmm. And as I said before, you can't you can't fight against the youth, man. Mm-mm. They're rude, rude people. They got time on their side. Mm-hmm. Um, this person said, um, a person's brain doesn't. We use that argument all the time. Yeah, it's funny how they're using like the groomer argument here. <laughs> the groomer argument, yeah. Yeah, a person's brain doesn't fully develop until they're about 25 years old. That's why mm-hmm. the vast majority of Generation Z voters are Democrats. Oh, but since they, when did you care about science? Oh my God. But they should be able to buy semi automatic rifles and have babies as preteens. Make this men- make sense, Bridget. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. So immediately the thing is how, why did this happen? Uh, we were expecting this red wave. Um, and, and part of the fun that we had was watching them sort of watching the copium, right? Watching them mm-hmm. figure out what it was that happened. Yeah. Right, we'll play this clip. Really deep right now, and uh, John Fetterman, you're talking about absolutely so extreme. Wants to open up a third of the prisons, doesn't frack, yeah, exactly, and lied about it. How about Mandela Barnes? I mean, he wants to open 50% of the the prisons, and he's running against uh, Ron Johnson, but it's still still tight. But how do you explain this country now, Brian? To your point, I mean, we have open borders, record gas prices, inflation is the worst in 40 years, the president's approval ratings are so bad, worst crime since the 1980s, and yet. I heard last night this is an indictment on the Republican Party. Is it? I mean, why? How are these these issues when our country is in such a bad state right now? How is this not a red wave? Well, and so progressive. Cope, bitch. I'm sorry. That needs to be fact checked. I'm pretty sure every word that she said was not true. Copium. What? She needs a cope. Okay. She's. Biden has actually really good approval ratings. I don't know what you're talking about. And then the highest crime rate since the 80s, I disagree. Depends what you're focusing on. It's just they just like to spit out these reactionary talking points that have no like fucking factual, actual backing. Yeah, no, the the uh, the the fact of the matter is that they okay. some of this is, is Democrat doing because there's the Pied Piper theory. Of, mm-hmm. which was the reason we got Trump, which is the Clintons literally thought putting up Trump would be the weakest candidate. Mm-hmm. So they pumped up Trump and said, you should run for president. You should run for president. He runs for president. He wins by because they thought that he sh- he would be a weaker candidate for Hillary to go against. So it turns out that in some of these races, the uh, tr- for example, the Fetterman-Oz uh, debate right um mm-hmm. trump apparently was furious according to reports that about the dr oz loss blaming his wife because his wife was pro dr oz what? um he famously supported dr oz other other candidates and talked shit about the other candidates dr oz is from new jersey and he was taking pictures of himself like in front of like uh, Philly places in Pittsburgh didn't really know really about the state. He was just, you know, he mm-hmm. was a carpetbagger, you know, mm-hmm. um, gets destroyed by Fetterman, a guy who just had a stroke and was wearing mm-hmm. hoodies on stage. Uh, Cause that's what Pennsylvania is. You know, it's yeah. more of a, 
Dr. Oz is just a fucking snake oilsman, yeah. snake oil salesman, you know. Um, he really is. And so, how is he allowed to have the word doctor? I like, why yeah. is he so allowed to have that title? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They were, I think uh, that was the thing of it. So, the choice in the candidates, a lot of the, even though a majority of the candidates that Trump officially supported won because he supported a bunch of low level ones as well. Mm-hmm. Some of the major ones that he supported lost, like Dr. Oz, mm-hmm. uh, Herschel Walker's on a runoff, uh, Carrie Lake is losing in Arizona. Yeah. Um, so is Bobert was, in already? Did she lose? Bobert is, she was losing uh, today. I'll check in on it right now, but she was mm-hmm. losing today by like uh, like 90 votes. And she was losing all day yesterday. And that was supposed to be something that was like super safe for her. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly. Uh, mm-hmm. So basically, the what I was talking about in the Dr. Oz, the cardiac surgeon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oprah's bitch boy. Um, or at least Oprah, a but, vegan. I love that name. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, so the, the Pipe Pipe argument is right that. Like Trump, they put these crappy characters out. And then what happens is this this is a video that came out, uh, I think, today, where they were talking about Democrats and Democratic operatives mm-hmm. actually putting money behind some of these fringe candidates. The thing is, every time you put out a fringe candidate, an election denier, one of these QAnon people, these crazies, yeah, it sort of normalizes them a little bit more, makes them more thing. And there is still this sort of cult of election deniers, crazy motherfuckers out there that, that are Trump lovers that, that gravitate towards these people. Mm-hmm. So the Democrats actually use this tool in races where they put through, where they, um, they, they, they primaried somebody that would have been a more moderate candidate. Mm-hmm. And instead they had these crazy people that ran. And in some cases, Democrats were backing them and putting money in. So this was something that came out today. Candidates, not candidates themselves, but the party, yeah. was putting money in primaries into the races of the extreme Trump-endorsed candidates, as opposed to the moderate Republicans <laughs> already because they wanted those extremists to win because they knew that the Dems had a better chance of winning their races against the extremist candidates than they did against the moderate Republicans. A fierce gubernatorial race is underway between current Secretary of State Democrats Katie Hobbs and Republican candidate Carrie Lake. Our undercover journalist sat with Becky Hobbs. That's Katie Hobbs' twin sister. So basically, how do you feel about that strategy of sort of, it's kind of like the vote for Sanjaya strategy? I I, I don't know. Is that real? Like, is that actually real? I don't know. Uh, feels counterintuitive, but it's it's also fair game, right? I mean, I feel like it's a it's a stupid strategy, in the sense that, um, hypothetically, if uh if Clinton did that with Trump and then Trump won, and then you know the whole country kind of shifted, um, at least the Overton window got very radicalized. So, for Democrats to be doing that to me doesn't sound like a good strategy just because of the possibility that a radical would win. Um, I don't know. It seems unlikely. And I don't know that I trust this Becky Hobbs. 
Sorry. I got it. Yeah, I vote. I vote. If there's a doctor on the ballot, though, it's hard not to vote for them. I agree with that much. Yeah. Yes. All doctors for everything. It's a doctor. It's a doctor. Yeah, no, Lauren Boebert had treated the red wave has begun yes. uh, early on. And then there were pictures of her kind of <laughs> right. uh, not hanging. And then she's been quiet so far. So I I, yeah. I I haven't really seen the update on her. Let me see if I can find it on the New York Times thing. But she was in a dead heat recently. And that was supposed to be like a super, super, super safe race right? for her. Yeah. yeah. Um, Arizona, another mm-hmm. close one. Uh Carrie Lake loses. She was the uh, news anchor that was always uh, wonderfully lit in her Zoom interviews, and she was a big election denier. Mm. Very, you know, Trump, Trump crazy. Uh, Katie Hobbs wins fifty six percent. Well, the cool thing is they could just go ahead and deny this election as well. (laughs) Yeah, no. The playbook is yeah. The playbook is any election that we win is legit. Any one that we lose is fixed. So yeah. Well, literally, did you see that video of Trump where he was like, um, "Fuck, what did he say?" He's he's like, "Oh, if all the candidates that I um, that I you know suggested or whatever win, then it was because of me. And if they lose, it wasn't because of me." (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. more than 330 candidates this election cycle. Uh, tonight, win or lose, the results for Republicans, um, how much of that will be because of Donald Trump? Well, I think if they win, I should get all the credit. And if they lose, I should not be blamed at all. Okay. I'm going to say that on my job. Uh, when they win, I think they're going to do very well. I'll probably be getting very little credit, even though in many cases I tell people to run. And they ran and they turned out to be very good candidates. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Like, when they do well, I won't give them any credit. And if they do badly, they will blend everything in me. So, why does he say that? Like, it's natural. Like, if anyone else did this, like, I'm a behavioral therapist, right? So, like, let's say I'm doing a behavior plan for a kid with autism. And I'm like, if he turns out good, like, if this is successful, then. I want all the credit, but if it fails and it actually ruins his life, then uh, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. (laughs) It wasn't me. It was a shaggy. Oh, we we have uh, really hit rock bottom, right? With the shaggy, shaggy excuse. Yeah, no, I, 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 it's very, uh, it's very, it's very specifically interesting that, that, that he makes all these choice on candidates. He blames his wife. He blames everybody else. And he's already. So Trump's issue right now is that he, he wants to run in 2024. He wants to beat DeSantis. And he was waiting till after the election because he wasn't going to be stupid enough to say he was going to run. Then all the candidates he endorsed end up losing. And then yeah. it's like, oh, Trump has no power. So he goes into his presidential run, which is going to be two fucking years of nonstop and that's what he loves to do. He loves doing speeches. He loves flying in on his airplane and talking to people and doing his, we're going to make America great again. He loves uh, doing his little thing. He loves, he loves that. Why is he not it, tired he, yet? He's so old. Just, I don't know. Cause he's on Adderall 90% of the time. <laughs> he's on Adderall. But if Oz loses, if um, Herschel Walker loses in a runoff, if, um, Bobert loses and all these other safe places and, and the red wave is nothing more than like a, a little red puddle 
you know, or a red spit in the face and not, it's not a red really wedding, a, baby. It's, yes, you're right. I, yeah. You can't really come out with as much gusto and be like dog stow. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. Um, then he's not really coming out of the gate with as much power as he wanted to. So I think it's a weird position. He, I think he still is not going to not announce. Um, so hopefully, you know, it's probably going to be an interesting thing. Uh, Do you think that he's going to run with Kanye? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. Because Kanye keeps wearing these hats that say 2024. So people are like, listen, it's going to be Trump and Kanye together. 2024. Trump <laughs> and Kanye. Oh, my God. Why are your dogs not as well behaved as mine? Um, Because I left the door open so that they can go outside. <laughs> you know what? Yours are old. Okay. Wait, never mind. Also, it's a puppy. I have no excuse. I have, I have no Look excuse. Look at it. <laughs> I tell my dogs I'm recording a podcast. They're like, "Okay, we're just gonna nap. Trust me, we're cool. We're cool. We're not gonna be annoying." Like no, my, mine's like, "I'm gonna record." She's like, "I want to be a new. I, I, can, can, why am I not in it, Mama? Why? <laughs> why are you not with me?" <laughs> All right, we're we're having some dog dogs on the pod situation here, guys. Yeah. What listening. do you want to tell the people? Okay. Um, right here is the. Uh, okay, this one was a good one. I sent you this. Uh, Myra Flores, the red wave did not happen. Republicans and independents stayed home. Do not complain about the results if you did not do your part. Um, guess the application to this Hispanic caucus. She was the uh, she's the Latina, but she's kind of anti Mexican. Oh, uh, so um, she was uh, they were calling her bendita. You, oh, so Get caliente. wait what tell me about this woman I, i'm so Myra Flores, yeah she was uh she's she well she's one of uh you know a lot of border area latinas that are trying to appeal to the republicans right so they're republican mexicans mexipublicans so they're all about god and country and family so therefore they feel that they need to vote republican and she look at her she had the little picture of the red wave today's forecast and yet she's gone she's out of there so interesting i didn't know those uh existed <laughs> just kidding oh yeah where, oh yeah where's she from uh texas somewhere Mm, yeah texas is a dicey situation they're very yeah texas is a weird one texas yeah. uh I we really got never... selena but we also got i don't know i never <laughs> really thought i never really thought that it was that it was gonna go blue just because i think they don't they there's the republicans have been ingrained so long that that a lot of the things that they're probably accusing uh, Democrats of doing, uh, Republicans are actually doing in Texas. And a lot of shenanigans, there was a lot of shenanigan stuff that was being reported in Texas, actually. Uh, a lot of districts that were reporting the exact same numbers as they did uh, the last election and stuff like that. So, hmm. so we shall see right now as it stands. Um, re uh, Republicans have 49 seats. Oh, Democrats have 48 and um and they're still counting the the rest. 
Yeah, and then Colorado, New Hampshire, mm-hmm. PA, uh, North Carolina, Ohio, Wisconsin are still up for the great. Uh, the House currently is 189 to 207, mm-hmm. 218 for control. It looks like Nancy's on her way out because I even even if they don't win by the land by the red wave, it does seem like uh, Republicans at this point more than likely mm-hmm. will take control of the House, uh, which means uh, Nancy Pelosi is out. Man, not been a good year for her, huh? <laughs> no, but maybe you know she's in her thousands, right? She's she's yeah, an old lady. She's, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let me briefly touch on California. Um, okay. Alex Padilla, who got uh, who, who was going to serve a full term, he was uh, he was the first uh, Latino or Mexican that was elected to the Senate. He was the first uh, from California. He got. Um, not uh appointed by Newsom to fill a vacant spot okay. and now he's won his election uh full uh Gavin Newsom wins again um and then okay. some of the smaller things that happen in California uh they passed the constitutional right to reproduction freedom uh which uh okay. adds a right to abortion and contraceptives to the state constitution hell yeah this was kind of interesting. Um, you see these ads at every football game where they're doing the live betting or before any story where they're even talking about it. Like, what's the bet yeah. for tonight? Uh, DraftKings, all these other things. Uh, in most states now, you can just bet from your phone mm-hmm. and and bet on basketball, bet on football, which you can only do legally uh, in Vegas, although there's still sports books that take action, or you have to go to Caliente or you got to go to TJ and stuff to do that. Mm-hmm. So this would have made sports betting, right? Uh, there was two of them. One of them could be sports betting where you could go to uh, Native um, Indian casinos, Native American casinos and racetracks and, and play sports bets there. And also, so you could do it through those apps. Both of them fail tremendously. Yeah. Uh, freaking 70% of 29 on the 26th and, and then 83%. 83. Jeez. That means that means there's a lot of money coming in for from Las Vegas because I think yeah. that's that's who really benefits the most is is Las Vegas if gambling stays illegal in California. Yeah, so if you want to bet, you got to go to the casinos in Vegas or stuff like that. So I was kind of yeah. hoping those pass because you know that would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, and, and my then, brother was really hoping for the online one. <laughs> Uh, flavored tobacco ban stays in effect, and uh, those were the major ones in California. There was also yeah. a couple of other ones that were highly contested. Wait, before we move on from the 26th, um, I didn't know that roulette and dice games were not, like tables, were not a thing in casinos in California. Like, I was today years old when I learned that, because I'm used to going to Caliente and TJ, and over there, I mean, you know, there's table yeah. games. Is that are, is that not a thing here? No, the yeah. For some reason, roulette is not. It's like a weird thing where you they throw a ball, but it, it represents a card that you pull. Yeah, it's not I really. The, it's not. It's not really the thing. And uh, dice either. You can't do dice in in California. Oh, interesting. It's yeah. Okay. It's, I mean, it's, I love roulette though. It's like. I love roulette I too. I love roulette when I go to Vegas. It's 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 excellent. I, I mean, I'm a poker. I 99 of my time at casinos is at the poker table, but I do love some table games once in a while. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so that's definitely, I don't know. I don't understand that one. I, that, that's gotta be just a massive amount of money from Las Vegas coming in that, that flooded yeah. the market. Cause every two seconds I would see, they want to turn every phone into a gambling device <laughs> and all the kids are going to be betting their life savings away. Do you also, so. Yeah. I, I don't know. Do you also think that like, there's not a lot of gamblers in California or like, I don't know. I was just so surprised that like how, no, no. I was just surprised I mean, at the numbers. St- it's like not even half. You can, you. you can still gamble in California. Yeah, well, you can still get. I mean, there's 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 a lot of bookies. There's a lot of there's a lot of sites that'll take your action, even if you are not in the, um, even if it's technically not legal. There's still a shitload. Um, there's still a shitload of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so right now it looks like Bobert might pull this one out. The Ah. Dem- well, Democrats leading. Well, little look, look how close it is. Fifty point zero one percent to forty nine point nine nine. Is so. Uh, we stop updating these. Uh, our best estimate is the race is leading towards Bober. So she might come back and win it, but uh, she definitely got a scare. She definitely, she definitely got, she got humbled for a little bit. For a little bit. Well, I know. Well, we don't know, right? Knock on wood. Let's see. She's dumb as a bag of rocks. So who's gonna know really? But yeah. Uh, we, we 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 shall figure it out. Yeah. All right. So that's what that's what's happening in the in the elections. Uh Georgia, we're gonna go to a runoff. Um, so that that might be just like last year, last time when they had the runoff and, and both the Democratic candidates. Uh, which kept it at 50-50. It might be the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Stacey Abrams loses the gubernatorial race, in, 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 and then Beto loses. And then there was a little bit of a backlash against them because they're like, they burned so much money, so mm-hmm. much money on, on those campaigns. So basically they they're the, they were saying they were blue, but only good at, at burning Democratic money. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't know. I, 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 Beto lost uh, the Senate race, right? He was trying to take out, um, oh boy, what's his name? Uh, the, Mark, the Texas guy that everybody hates. Yeah. Uh, 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 he got booed at the Yankee game. He gets Ted booed Cruz. Ted Cruz. Yeah, Ted, Ted Cruz. Cruz. Yeah. Ted Cruz, who, who, who actually went Wait, to Yale. Wait, are you Yale. telling me Ted won? No, Ted. Well, Ted wasn't up for for review this year. It was, uh, but oh, no, but no, no. Ted beat Beto last time, mm-hmm. and then Beto runs for governor, and Greg Abbott beats him. Yeah, Greg Abbott. Um, so it's like, and so now people are still like, well, Beto needs to go for something bigger. So I don't know. Beto might be running for president at some so, point soon. Y'all are trying to make Fetch happen. Stop trying to make Beto happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's a good guy. He he would be a great. Um, he would be a great vice presidential candidate, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't like him particularly, so I don't. Ca- I don't know. But Why he not? has a good reputation. I don't know. Whatever. What don't you like? Uh, he's just a normal corporate Democrat. He's not, you know, neither here nor there. He'd be another Obama, another Biden, another Hillary, another whatever. Not progressive. Or no, he's not progressive at all. No, 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 no. But you know, um, cut. <laughs> We have Biden and, you know, we're, we're, we're voting for the lesser of two evils. I, that's, you know, I'm trying to be a little more positive and less nihilistic about politics. So yay, Beto. 
Yeah, so the story is, regardless of the inflation numbers and um, the crime numbers or, 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 or what the Republicans ran on, which is price of gas mm-hmm. and security, um, abortion rights, which are important to women and younger people, um, and not destroying Social Security were the key components for for the Democrats to be able to hold off um, losing both the Senate so far, you know, it Mm -hmm. still might be up in the air. It still might be close, Mm -hmm. but it definitely was not the red wave, the red tsunami that people were predicting. And it definitely wasn't the, uh, the bloodbath, the red wedding that many thought, and it wasn't a blue wave. It was kind of like, eh. It was like, but the, the the majority of the people that were mad were Republican pundits who were just like, I can't believe it. How did this happen? Mm-hmm. You must have been cheated, right? I mean, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure we're gonna hear at about their losses. Their losses. I'm pretty sure we're gonna hear that it was stolen as well. But I mean, realistically, it wasn't a red wave. But yeah, like you said, like it wasn't either or. It's pretty even. So I don't know. They're just gonna find something to bitch about. And oh, absolutely! They'll absolutely we'll we'll they'll see. figure it. They'll figure something to pitch out about. Yeah, I do think. Um, I want to give credit to Biden a little bit because, like, I think the biggest reason that isn't being talked about of why it wasn't such a red wave is also has to do with like all the cool shit that he's been doing. Because in the Midwest, usually it's red, and a lot of them flip to flip to blue on these situations, and it's because. He is getting jobs, you know, he like with the CHIPS Act and the inflation, what was that, the Inflation Reduction Act as well. Like Mm -hmm. he's been doing some pretty cool shit that is getting jobs. Like I think under Trump, it was something like 200,000 jobs were sent overseas, something like that. And then under Biden, it was it's been 350,000 jobs that have been, you know brought back um so i think industrial america in the midwest is very happy with him currently um so yeah kudos to him yeah as much as people talk shit and and well do you, i think yeah that was part of it i still think that um, young people voting and maybe then because they were making fun of them for like engaging tiktok people and having influencers at the white house right Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they got they got the fucking young vote out. Excuse me. Yeah, that's so. true. Yeah. So good, good for them. You know, that's good. And then also, but also, what gets the young people out to vote? Shit like abortion rights. Shit like the student loan forgiveness. I mean, they did a lot of good stuff. He, I mean, yeah. he's done some. He's done some stuff. He's done. He's done. He's also not done some stuff. And like that's- I said. They ran on crime. They ran on inflation, gas prices, and on and on. Let's go, Brandon. And Democrats won on abortion rights, women's rights, um, basically that, right? And yeah. and on just we're fixing the economy. We're adults in the room. And then Republicans also ran on the election was rigged, and we're still bitching about it two years later. And this is mm-hmm. and and they also shot themselves in the foot by saying. Oh no, we got to vote in person. That's how we vote in person. That's how we do it. Don't vote by mail. Mm-hmm. The, 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 and what is the what do they run on? It's all about like we are angry 
and we want to keep being angry. So we're going to make you angry. Like there's no policy. There's nothing. There's no basis. Why would, I'm just trying to think, why would anyone vote Republican? Man, you got to be really radicalized there. They're blaming Generation Z. Generation Z is destroying the country at the ballot box. You know, boomers are dying off. Just deal with it, guys. Be graceful. You, you can't fight against the youth, man. They're rude, rude people. Uh, yeah. You can't fight against the youth. They got time on their side. They will fucking mm-hmm. wait you out. And there's no major world war to send all the 18-year-olds to. They're around. More than 8 million Americans have turned 18 over the past two years. Even mm-hmm. more over the next two years. Republicans will continue to lose their base to old age. And while Gen Z and millennials recognize their political power and create a new base of voters for Democrats. So the positive could be that. The positive could be there. And a lot of those Gen Zers, I'm assuming, are progressive. That's true. However, I feel like I feel like, um, you know, the right is quite being quite successful at, um, at radicalizing younger people as well. You see it with like, um, fuck was his name, like Rittenhouse. Yeah, Kyle Rittenhouse, and like you know, you you just get some oh, like the girl we're gonna talk about later on. Fuck is her name? Sophia Rosing, stuff like that. That you just you're starting to see sort of some youth that is also very white supremacy, fascisty, racist. Yeah, they're still there. I'm sure they. Yeah, yeah. So no, absolutely, you're right. But I but I think there's more on the other side. Yeah, that's true. They don't fuck as much. No, I agree. I gotta go get my charger. Hold on. <laughs> they don't fuck as much. Ahorita regreso. Hold on. Give me more. All right. All right. Sophia's taking a break. We're here to remind you that we are live. Mi gente show across all platforms on the Two Imperial Network. Anybody listening to us on our podcast, Mi gente show at Podbean, at Spotify, on iTunes. Good pods. Anywhere your podcast, anywhere you get your podcast, search for us by Mi Gente Show. Please, 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 if you're listening, hit the like button on this episode. Give us a rating. Share it with your friends. It helps the algorithm out tremendously. And we have been growing organically. Uh, thanks to everybody that listens. Um, yeah, we understand that it's two separate experiences. Sometimes watching us live on stream as we record the podcast. And then the podcast gets the stream gets converted to a podcast for our listeners the next few days. Um, but you know, that's what we're doing it now and that's how it's going to be. So thank you for everybody. As we wrap up election talk. Um, so the red whimper is what it's being called. (laughs) Mm. Okay. I see that. I see that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be humble. Let's be humble people. Okay. Other than Florida and I think Ohio, the, the, the Democrats did pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty, right. pretty, I'm pretty pleased with myself. <laughs> All right, back to the shit show that has been Twitter over the last couple of weeks. Since oh Elon. my God, Elon! Yeah, Elon uh, bit it. So, you know, I defended Twitter mm-hmm. when this first happened, and I still defend it. Um, He waits till after the election to blow out the the Twitter verification, Twitter Blue, mm-hmm. which is eight dollars a month. For eight dollars a month, you get allegedly less ads. You get a blue check mark, which was supposed to help own the libs because literally 
the way they're selling the Twitter, the new Twitter blue is it only will work if everybody uses it because essentially it's a different experience. There's less ads. You will get priority mentions and results, which means you'll show up or your, your response. If you're Twitter blue to a, to a thread will show up ahead of other ones that aren't verified. And the thought process, I guess from his dumbass perspective was that that would cut down on bots. However, logging into Twitter today there's yeah. a shitload of bots that have the blue check mark because it, it is not ID verified. It's payment verified. Mm-hmm. So all you're verifying is I have an account. The account is my name. So I could verify myself as at big chief burrito and they wouldn't check for my ID or anything. It would just be, yeah, this is the big chief burrito and he has paid $8 a month. Yeah. Didn't Ethan Klein or somebody do like an Elon Musk one and like verified. Right. So, Elon comes on Twitter. He buys it. He says, comedy's legal again because that was his biz thing. We can't make jokes anymore. Immediately, people start making jokes about him, and he suspends their account. And then his excuse is, unless your account is specifically labeled as a parody account Mm -hmm. and you impersonate people, we're going to suspend your account. So he suspended Kathy Griffin and a bunch of other comedians and a bunch of other people. I love them. Love comedians. Right. So so this is the real Elon Musk page, right? This is Elon Musk, at Elon mm-hmm. Musk, blah, blah, blah. This is a verified Elon Musk parody page. So all this oh person God. did was have his his account, Elon underscore R Nusk. Um, okay. and this is his parody account. Um mm. and it says parody, so he's allowed to to be so he's about it. All right, so these are some of the fake Elon Musk. <laughs> Going forward, any Twitter handles not attending my no loads, refuse, pimped out, come dump event will be permanently suspended. <laughs> S- starting today, we'll begin offering Twitter Gold, a free subscription that gets you yearly family vacations and nightly dinners with me if your name is Grimes. <laughs> Please come back. I love you. Uh, hi, it's me, Elon Musk. You can tell because I'm verified. Yeah. Uh, so apparently if you... As long as you pick an account name and and then it'll trigger a review if you change your name. So if I was like Lou Martinez and mm-hmm. I and with a check mark and I try to change my name to Sofia Corrales with a check mark, mm-hmm. uh that would be uh that would be that would be the thing, right? So mm-hmm. I mean he's just been going, you know, like he was doing the trolling, your feedback is appreciated, now pay eight dollars. Um he then went out and said, vote Republican to independent-minded voters, blah, 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 uh, vote Republican. Um, he also tweeted out this meme with Nazis in it for some reason. Mm. Um, you know, he's he's all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird because he, this is coming from the guy who touted not um, uh, saying your political ideologies or whatever out on twitter i think there was a video of him saying something like that similar to that and now he's like publicly supporting um the right which is interesting the nazi stuff is interesting i don't know i feel like he bought it and really thought it was gonna be like a money-making machine or i don't know maybe he thought that like the right would uh support him and pay but in reality twitter is not something that makes 
money the way that I'm sure he was expecting it to, right? They make money off of AdSense and stuff like that. But it's mainly it's mainly just a platform for people to just speak their mind. And so for him to come in, he's trying to make it kind of like a subscription service almost. It's interesting for me to see how he's um, trying to find ways to privatize it. And I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of liking it. I'm excited. I'm excited to see how he burns this to the ground. (laughs) Right. Because you have all these people, um, you know, like for example, somebody we listen to like Hasanabi is verified because he's a, he's a public figure, right? He Mm -hmm. said, I'm not going to pay $8 to get verified. I don't care about the blue check mark. So basically the whole thing is the blue check mark is supposed to be for only the libs and only uh, the liberal media because ah, I have the same check mark as you. I'm verified. The stories that I put out are just as valid as you, New York Times. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, right? I'm Joey Bagadonis, right? Mm-hmm. So, but the thing is, so now the accounts that are verified through the old verification process, which is by followers, by uh, being a notable person, stuff like that, they have to pay $8. Yeah to then get date downgraded to this. So the verified account, when you click on the verification says this, this account is verified because it's subscribed to Twitter blue. Yeah. So I could do this right now for big chief burrito. And it'll it, be verified and it'll be big chief burrito with a check mark. But when you click on it, it's going to say here, the real Elon Musk, when you click on it says this account is verified because it's a notable in government news, entertainment or other designated category. So it's, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> So they're not the same. <laughs> they're not the same. He, he can't do what he wants because to do what he wants, every person that was verified through the OG process, which mm-hmm. was tough, and I follow uh, um, journalists that are like, man, I can't get verified, right? Yeah. So basically he told all those people, and Stephen King was famously – he had an interaction with Stephen King, Stephen King, $20 a month. I'm the one bringing the content to the platform. I'm not doing that. And he's like, all right, how about $8 a month? Right. Yeah. So $8 a month for everybody to get the lower level verified to Twitter blue. The only thing the blue check mark says is this motherfucker's paying for Twitter. Yeah. That's it. You're, you're paying to have a check mark. That's low key. Saying yeah, that so you're paying. Relax, you can tell you can tell who bought their check mark by clicking on it. Free agency. Oh no, that's sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there's the wait. I saw a meme. There's I'll find the 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 meme that I found, which is you know you yeah. you're paying for you're paying for Twitter. Dumbass. I'm paying to feel important. Damn it! Why would you snitch on me? Yeah, the entire thing he wanted was for people, and it, all it is, and most of the accounts are like crypto accounts. What's up, Blue Mage? All of the a yeah, lot of the Blue accounts Mage. are like. Uh, a lot of them were like crypto accounts, scam accounts, bot accounts that for eight bucks now can get a little blue check mark. But really, it means fucking nothing. Mm. Where do I you mean, think where do you see the future of Twitter? Going? I, I mean, aside from it's unpredictable, where do you think? Well, I think not having a blue check mark is the new blue check mark, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel cooler than ever not having one right now. <laughs> no, no, ab- absolutely. Because the. <laughs> There's nothing that you, there's nothing that you can do because it's not the same. (laughs) (laughs) 
you, you are you same. you are you are not the same <laughs> as the New York Times. You're not the same as even like TMZ. Mm-hmm. You're not the same as as any of them. You're not the same as them. You are not going through the same process of verification that they are. It is yeah. impossible for that. And all the little blue check mark says is I pay eight dollars a month for this free website. Yeah. For this just, free website. Just so I can yeah. And literally well, is he gonna start maybe putting restrictions unless you pay? Like yeah, I think like oh if you if you or blue, your I don't know, your shit's gonna or something like that, right? It was there's like restrictions, I think, right? Um, yeah. So basically Benefits. when he you when the the main thing that he's selling is that so there's actually people that I've seen even on Facebook and Twitter posting, oh thank you, Elon. I'm I'm happy that I got the he like look i'm verified and there's mm-hmm. there might be some accounts like actors uh like people like us that uh you know if you wanted to verify me hand this show for eight bucks right mm-hmm. which would but that doesn't stop anybody else from creating an account with your name on it you know yeah so he buys it he 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 tweets out, oh, I should buy uh, Twitter for X amount of dollars," and Twitter's like, "Oh uh, yeah, that's well above stock price. We will we'll accept that offer." Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "All right, I'm going to buy Twitter to save free speech, and so oh. that I can and so that I can talk shit about trans people, or yeah. whatever it is he wanted to do, bring comedy back." Mm-hmm. Then he says, "Actually, I want to look at how many bots there are before I play." They're like, "No, you already signed contracts. You either we're we're going to take you to court." and force you to buy Twitter at the price you said. And even though the board of Twitter knew that he was going to flush it down the toilet, they had the obligation to accept that price because they wouldn't be doing the fiduciary thing because they're like, you know, Mm -hmm. you're a stockholder. We're getting a price that's well above what the stock price is. We're getting paid probably three or four times what the company's actually worth. We have to sell or else it would be irresponsible for us not to. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, He gets forced to sell. They're about to take it to court. He realizes he's going to leave. He's like, fuck it. I'm going to fucking, I'll buy it. Right. Then he buys it. He starts beefing with everybody. He makes a, he, he makes people pay $8 for some shit. People have been leaving in droves, but I've also seen a lot of people coming towards Twitter. There's a lot of traffic going on. So you're right. The, what's going to be different is if my experience changes because who I follow is not going to be different. Right. Cause I'm already following the people that I'm following mm. and I'm already connected to the people that I'm connected. So I don't think that part will change if he starts giving, because what he said when he was talking to the advertisers, because advertisers were like, Oh, the N word use is up. Twitter's not the place to advertise anymore. So a shitload of advertisers stop advertising on Twitter. Right, uh, and that was the book of their munchka. Yeah, so that was their their money started going down. The eight dollars a month is only gonna be good if a shitload of people. So he wanted everybody mm-hmm. that was verified to pay up, but if they pay up, they get switched to the other verified. Yeah, <laughs> which it makes no sense for yeah. you to pay eight dollars to get taken down to a rank that says you're verified because you paid. 
Now you're verified. So if they don't verify, certain percentage of those people and those institutions are keeping their legacy status as verified through legacy or some shit like that, which is what? much better than painting dollar. It doesn't make any yeah, fucking sense. It doesn't. It makes literally zero fucking sense with. He doing. didn't think this through, did he? He doesn't. He's not good. I'm, I'm so excited though. This is like I already I already didn't really use Twitter much, but I did respect it for what it was, and I do I see the utility in it. So it does kind of it's a little heartbreaking to see it. You know, a boat sink like that, such a majestic, yeah. beautiful boat. But, um. Yeah, no, my my petty Mexican side is like, ooh, chismecito caliente todo el día. So, yeah, so if, for example, if I respond to a conversation with friends of mine and yeah. I'm not getting any responses because my... So what he says is non-verified accounts, you're going to have to scroll far down to see responses from not verified accounts. What? So if that, if that actually happens, then thousands of people, millions of people will leave. Right. Then it's done, done, done. The only way he can salvage it is if he does tiers. So he people who were verified through the legacy can keep like a verified legacy check mark. People who are verified through Twitter blue, but you have to verify ID. You have to you have to mm-hmm. verify ID if you're gonna do that. And then the no ad experience has to be. I don't even I don't even notice ads on Twitter really that much. I yeah, me neither. I don't and then and then also like you can't offer benefits to certain users and not to others because that defeats the purpose of what Twitter stood for, which was, you know, it was it was a town square. So I I don't know. I feel like if it becomes a subscription service, I don't know that I'm gonna stick around. I don't know. It doesn't sound fun, it doesn't sound cool. I mean, I will stick around just for the cheese mit, but I don't know. I don't think it's going to work out. <laughs> Hot take. I don't think it's going to work out. <laughs> All right. Just in case uh, we're over on Mastodon. <laughs> <laughs> at Luis Martinez at screenwriting.space. If you oh guys want. No, well, Is that the new Twitter? <laughs> no, there's Mastodon. There's Blue Sky that they're working on. There's a oh. couple of other ones. Mastodon is kind of like the hot one that people were like. Mastodon. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to create an account on here just in case. Um so I was like fuck it. I mean I'm if there's Be real, catch me on Be real people. If there's an if there's a place coming up. See, this is where I mean? we part ways. I go where the Gen Z people are. I'm more I'm going to be like I'm on TikTok and Be real now. What's Be real? <laughs> be real is this um app that makes you take a picture of yourself both oh. from your front facing and back facing camera mm-hmm. once a day. At, at any time, given right? moment, yeah, at a specific time, and um, yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> it's really great. I got one at the beginning of the year, and I didn't have any friends. I only had like Alexis. That was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it's gotten big, mm-hmm. at least with my peers lately. And so now it's like now it's becoming a social media. But then again, it's becoming more mainstream, which defeats the purpose because it was supposed to be about being real you know and people's burials are becoming more be curated you know yeah no of course of course it's gonna happen i'm like no it's supposed to be the anti-instagram you know it's not gonna last like that come on it's not it's not but it was fun while it lasted you know it was people on toilets it was people with no makeup it was great (laughs) i they did uh they did a skit about it on uh snl 
when they oh, were, sh- I haven't were, I have not seen the season of this SNL. I need to, yeah, I need to tune in. It fell off a little bit. I heard. Yeah. Well, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll talk about that. I'll tune in. Uh, um, yeah, so that's what's happening on Twitter. Yeah, so it's gonna it's gonna depend because the the the, the new Twitter blue doesn't really mean much. Mm-hmm. So if he's gonna go all in on it and he's like fuck it till the wheels goes off, then he's really gonna have to enforce those rules and really like shadow ban a bunch of other people, I guess, so that you know. And then I I would none of that would make me like sure i'll start paying eight dollars it would make me more like all right hey here are the people that i've connected with i can Mm -hmm. still instant message them and i can still be in the groups that you create on twitter but i don't have to be part of the like the overall town square it's that's fine i don't i won't mind leaving there yeah exactly all right all right moving right Mm -hmm. along yes uh this was a story here on uh the world's prettiest cop. Donde? Mm. Oh my goodness. Apparently. Uh, so apparently this is um, a cop in Medellin in Colombia. Oh my God. Arrest me now. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to steal some shit. <laughs> Stop. There's no way. Stop. <laughs> so she's uh, a cop in, in Medellin, my hometown. Uh, and apparently, but she's okay with leaving and she, she goes to work in, no. in Colombia, but no. apparently she's the hottest cop in the world. Mm-hmm. Although she says she is open to leaving her crime fighting career. She's going <clears> to <throat> have to after this shit. To become an influencer or uh, something like that. So yeah, she's gonna now. She's, she's a pretty hot cop though. Hot, hot cop. cop. Hot cop. Hot, hot cop, cop alert. Hot cop alert. Hot oh, phone. man. Oh, man. If you can make me a Blue Lives Matter, that's how, <laughs> that's how you do it. <laughs> All right. Um, attractive female students no longer earning higher grades when classes moved online. Hmm. Uh, I'm not sure how real this is, but. It doesn't sound real. As someone who's done a lot of uh, article reviews and kind of like read. um empirical articles is how do you measure attractive right how do you get a k like how do you get your um subjects for this experiment how uh, how do you measure I new psychology questions. findings suggest that attractive students are in higher grades in school but for female students this beauty premium disappears when classes are taught remotely okay uh the findings were published in the journal economic letters a large body of research suggests that physical appearance has an impact on a person's success that's yes. true. There's plenty of research for that. Yeah. For example, attractive people turn to earn more money and report higher life satisfaction than less attractive people. A doy. Interesting. Yep. Um, one account suggests that beauty advantage can be explained by discrimination. Um, blah, blah, blah. Employers may inherently favor attractive over unattractive workers. Um, and so this may have changed when certain classes got moved to online. Hmm. So if if your professor had a bias and was like, you know, yes, Sophia, I'll 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 stay after class and help you figure out this math problem or whatever. <laughs> Is know? that all this article says, or does it actually have like a link to an to to research? Paper? All right. Uh, when analyzing the data, Mehek first found evidence of the beauty premium in traditional in-person instructions, 
for non-quantitative courses, business economics that were taught fully online, student attractiveness was positively correlated with student grades. However, this not was effect was not found for quantitative courses, e.g., math, physics. This was in line with the researchers' expectations, since non-quantitative classes tend to include assignments and presentations that encourage student-teacher interaction. Mm -hmm. uh, the results next revealed that the switch to online instruction eliminated mm -hmm. the beauty premium, but only for female students. For non-quantitative courses, attractive female students saw a decline in their grades with remote instruction, while attractive male students continued to enjoy a beauty advantage. Huh. According to the study author, these findings suggest that discrimination most likely explains the beauty premium for female students who no longer had higher grades when classes turned remote, but for male students who continue to see higher grades with attractiveness, even when student-teacher interaction was low. Beauty seems to be a productivity-enhancing attribute. Hmm. I'm so intrigued to read this research. Can you send me the link? Yeah, I'll do that right now. I'll, re I'll read it on my downtime. Yeah. Um, but, I mean... It would be a fair hypothesis to make, right? Like, hey, you know, people benefit from their looks. Um, and so when you go remote and you no longer see each other's faces or bodies, obviously that, that, that you know, that takes away that um, privilege, I guess. Smell um, them. It's a it's an easy correlation to make, I guess. But 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 I will say I was in school online. And they still make you do presentations with your face in it. They were like, I won't see your face. I try to get out of it. So, yeah, <laughs> that's but that's how I know. There's, can I see your face? And then there's the presence, right? Because a lot of it is, has to do with being in the same room with people. Mm -hmm. IMO. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I, I, will, I will say the, the, the article said that it didn't work for guys, right? Guys still no. saw. Yeah, they stay. The, the, yeah, so that's so weird. You are so weird. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? I mean, aren't you glad you? Uh, aren't you? Aren't you glad you graduated before the pandemic? Is what I'm saying. Well, no, because I did the my master's during the pandemic. Oh, so you could have gotten higher grades if they would have been able to see you in person. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yes, I know, right? Could have seduced my teachers, my sixty-year-old straight female teachers. All right. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So this is a little girl was tapping on the glass and pumping mm -hmm. her chest uh, at a gorilla enclosure. When Ooh, this happens, fuck around and find out. Doing a little thing. Oh hell no! Oh, oh man. fuck! <laughs> Whoa! Por pendeja! Do you see this part here? Is my favorite part. Look at the crack! Oh my god! Yeah, I know. I was like, that geez. immediate, immediately that crack oh, scares it. Look at that! That crack that would be out of there so fast. I would have. Yeah, no, I would have ran and left my child there. <laughs> like, uh, you know what? Oh, oh man! Oh my god! <laughs> Whoa! Like, why are these people so calm? I know. Why is he laughing? Like, ha ha ha! Like, why are these people so calm and not like running for their lives? I would be terrified. Yeah, I'm out of there. I'm out of there. Like last year, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Planet of the Apes, man, it's happening. 
uh, uh this was a, i've had this one for a while this is mm-hmm. uh second tinder date or i think what, what was this it was uh this dude yeah this is uh this dude on our second tinder date if a girl is like not fertile it's a massive red flag for me when he I mean, like, it's like if she's not, like, it's like, what's the point? Which is, like, why I bring it up in the first place, because it's like, if we're going to go on another date, I just, like, want to know, like, where you're at with, like, your fertility window. Like, do you track that? Or... That's weird. That's creepy. I know it's, like, kind of the animation, right? Yeah. But you're just, like, such an incredible specimen. Like, I feel like, like, okay, how much like, infertile? Like, just tell me what's wrong. There's no way this is real. No way. If a girl is like not real, it's... But, uh, cringe video aside, what are your thoughts on that, on fertility? On fertility? Fertility being a factor as to whether you do or do not date somebody. I mean, if I was, um, these people might be like in their 20s, maybe? Yeah, yeah. I guess it could be more uh relevant i guess if i'm like 19 23 24 26 i'm like a young guy and i'm thinking about like forever fantasy la la land mm-hmm. then yeah i would think oh yeah what's your fertility right now now i'm like the lower the better right now i'm just like <laughs> they're like infertile ah, get over no, here be- because my my dad had me when he was 45 and then i had to have an old dad my whole life yeah and i i don't know i don't know if i want i don't know if i would want to be the old dad and have to have a kid go through the old dad thing Mm. it's a whole different thing you know yeah so so for me personally i don't think that i would it would matter to me yeah if there was a girl she's like i'm super fertile i'd be like oh (laughs) i'd be like yeah Stay away. So you? similar, you know, turn, tables turned, I guess. Like if a guy's like, look, I got really low sperm count. Yeah. My boys can't, can't swim. <laughs> guys just be, because guys just be knowing that, you know, they just. I mean, he can know that. Um, I don't know. I think it's a fair, I think it's a fair question for both male and female. If you want to reproduce, if that's in your plans, the, in general, the conversation of do you want children? Can you have children? Will you want to have children? That that needs to happen eventually at some point. Right. But I don't know that it's a second date. <laughs> and I don't know that you ask that way. Like, hey, from fertile or not fertile? Tell me when to stop. Tell me when to stop. <laughs> tell me when to stop. <laughs> Such a great specimen. Like, bro, <laughs> there's better ways of asking. Such a yeah. beautiful creature. You're such a beautiful creature. You're such a good specimen. Like, you know, you know, it's more about a family planning. You know, just ask, ask if you want children, ask if you can have children, ask how many, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I don't know, man. The uh the the incels are yeah, they're wilding, they're out here. They're wilding out. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, a couple more things here, and then we'll get out of your way. Uh, <clears throat> okay, this one I sent this one to you. Right, you have to uh, fuck one, marry <laughs> one, kill one, send one to the wall. Here, okay. 
I was terrified by how easily I chose. Okay. Now tell me if I'm correct or incorrect. Hold on. All right. Um, I would. Uh, wait, no, I just changed my mind. Hold on, fuck. Okay. You got so Dunn Snow. You got uh, Aegon. You got Damon, and you got Aemond. Ah, uh, it's just I hate all of them so much. You know. Really. Yeah, including Jon Snow. Yes, I dislike Jon Snow. I would kill. I mean, I would kill Aemond. Like, I would just kill him. I'm just like, you know, one eye Amen. I, I don't like him. You don't like him, huh? I hate him. He, he, not only do I dislike him, I just find him to be so creepy, like cringe, which is weird because his brother's like a rapist, a public masturbator, a douchebag. He's a just drunk. all the worst things. A drunk. Yeah. So the fact that I dislike Amen more, it's weird. But um, he just, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we can kill him. He's Amen's dead. got the daddy choke me vibes, right? Yeah, exactly. So Damon, I'm between Mary and fuck. Um, it's really difficult. <laughs> okay. Um, but I think I'll go with Mary. Okay, so you're marrying Damon. I'm marrying Damon. Okay. The the uncle the uncle. Hear me yeah. out. I just, you know, he's just yeah, he's just he's just whatever. He I'll it. take him. He might be a murderer. You can whatever. Fix him. I can fix him, yes. Right. So I'm marrying him. Um Fuck, what does that leave? Oh, so I would send it. I would send the king to the wall. Okay. He's um, like, oh, I can't stand him. Yeah, I can't stand him. And I'm gonna fuck Jon Snow. Snow. And I and the reason being, the reason being he is very innocent. And mm-hmm. um yeah, <laughs> I would love to corrupt him a little. And he eats pussy. <laughs> yes. Wait, can I switch? Never mind. I'll ba- I'll marry him. <laughs> Yeah, fuck David one time. Yeah, I'll yeah, fuck David John Snow. John Snow. Whatever. It's just I can't stand John Snow. I just can't stand him. I think it's a me thing, though. What about you? Oh, if I had to do this, yeah, you do it. Well, it's, it's different for me. I would definitely kill. Uh, creepy rapist. Creepy a gun. Yeah, creepy. Yeah. Uh, the elder, right? Right, Aegon yeah. the elder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would. Like I, I would uh, marry uh, Daddy Chokes a lot. Yeah. See. Okay. So you agree with me. You, you agree. Yeah. Okay. And I would, I would fuck uh, one-eyed Eamon. Probably. Really. Fuck him. Yeah. I fuck him in his eye hole. Yeah. It's because you kind of hate him, huh? And you, you see yourself as a top, so you'd be like, I'd fuck him. And I, and and I'd send John to the wall because it would, he would like that better. Um, That's true. He's this been there, true. you know. He's probably got some of his yeah. stuff there. <laughs> no, I also the the thing I hate about uh, Jon Snow is that they marginalize him. Obviously, they mean nothing to him. The I don't want mm-hmm. it stuff, but mostly that he's so he's a flawed, good character. You know, mm-hmm. uh, anytime you have a character that's so good where they don't understand that killing one person to save like a thousand is the noble thing to do. Oh yeah, I hate that. Yeah, they, you know, they're just they're so good. They're flawed. Um, there's the trope about those types of characters. They're like, mm-hmm. they're so good that they're like, but if Stupid. this, yeah, like, like, like when he wouldn't lie to Cersei and say that, uh, you know, like, yeah. I, I can't, I can't lie. Yeah. They're like, Jon Snow, just fucking lie. She's fucking Cersei. Just lie to the bitch. Yeah. And then he's like, I can't do it. I'm too honorable. I'm Jon fucking Snow. And it's like, oh, God. Like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. I will say probably that like, 
when he runs after because he's like and then even running after his brother you know in the middle of the field when you know that ramsey was gonna fucking kill him like yeah stanza was like no he's already dead there's no way he doesn't kill him in front of you to tempt you um he's so flawed because he's so good too good um Mm -hmm. but that shot of him in the battle of the bastards where he's just like fuck it and he just takes his sword out he's like all right i'm not gonna need this anymore and he's just Mm -hmm. like and then the fucking horse is like yeah that's that's probably one it's probably one of my favorite shots of the whole show so i agree it was beautiful that fucking episode so no interest in the Jon snow show no (laughs) zero zero interest it's you know him hanging out on the wall on the wall, yeah. I mean, or in the well, I mean, with the with the wildlings, right? Yeah. Oh, R.I.P. Igret. Igret. Oh yeah. Igret. You know nothing. nothing. All right. Um, no. I think everybody pretty much has heard about um, Sophia Rosing. Um, just. Uh, I'm gonna mute it, but you can tell she's fucking drunk. We're watching a video um, of her. Uh, it went viral over the last couple of days. She's fucking drunk as a fucking skunk. There's a student that's working the desk at night. She comes off, starts calling her the N-words, asks calling her ugly, trying to swing at her, tries pushing stuff at her. The cops show up. She starts singing the N-word, and then she takes a punch, and she uh, she takes a swing at the cops. Um, and then... Kentucky, the University of Kentucky was like, yeah, we're going to look into it. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, we talk about the self-control of that girl just not fucking knocking her out. (laughs) I would beat the shit out of her. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she would have been better off to crash out at whatever party she was at right mm-hmm. yeah. uh, although i feel i do have a feeling since you know white supremacy is like super prevalent in this country i, I have a feeling she's gonna call rittenhouse a little bit and just become a martyr for that side um knock on wood obviously but mm, mm. uh she's already going to rehab so they picked her up from jail she got uh what's kind of video striking a freshman blah blah She's going to withdraw from the university today or tomorrow. Uh, she's very embarrassed and humiliated. She already has a lawyer, and they're already sending her to to rehab to blame alcohol. Um, well, that's good, but uh, so we're. I I don't know where does that stem from. Like in what I understand that people do stupid shit when they're drunk, but that's like some deep seated racism. That just, you know, like, you can't just be like, I drank too much. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, it, it's just lubrication. It doesn't turn mm-hmm. you racist. It just lets you say the stuff that you don't say out loud normally. Yeah. It makes you more of you. And, like, the assault part, too. It's like, what, 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 what was going on in her head? I don't know. She just went at her. I don't she know. Was- I feel I feel so bad for the victim. Like. Yeah, no, it, it's fucking horrible um, that she had to go through that and just trying to do her job. Um, and I don't know. It's 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 horrible what, what, 
black people and people of color have to go through with this fucking bullshit. You mm-hmm. go to Kentucky, you go into a nice school, you're working, you're a freshman, it's this fucking entitled racist ass bitch shows mm-hmm. up drunk one night, starts fucking sing songing you and calling you the N-word and fucking telling you that you're ugly and fuck you. Trying to sing it. And all you're trying to do is fucking help her so she doesn't fall on her ass and break her neck. Yeah, being an RA is already fucking shit enough. Like you already have to be there. Everyone's coming home drunk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <laughs> Uh, yeah so anyway something everybody's pretty much heard about it probably it's disgusting um hopefully she faces some sort of consequences uh she assaulted a police officer so sure they're gonna send her to jail she's gonna be embarrassed she's gonna say that's not who she is the playbook is written right you said written how's it uh but then we'll we'll, you know who knows who knows what'll happen we'll know yeah just be Uh, better people be better be better (laughs) Uh, this is a creepy video from this last week. Hmm. Cracker Barrel. Going to play a song for a woman that I kind of like. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got there, and she saw me, and she immediately pulled away. And uh, I, I wasn't forcing her to listen or anything. You know, I just wanted to play a song for her. You know, give her her own choice if she wanted to be with me. You know? Yeah, I worked with her there for like five, six months. No, we were talking a little bit, but it never really got serious. But anyways, I pulled up there, and I was in the other parking lot, and I saw her in her car, and I was like, oh, shoot. So my moment, I pulled up there next to her, and she pulled away from me, and uh, so I chased her a little bit. It was just, I don't know, women are crazy. Like, I felt like she like, wanted to chase me. What? It's just, just like, like I only went like, like a couple of walks. Why did I stop playing? I wanted to like for a year, maybe. Um. Well, anyways, her her father called me up. So anyway, this and so I wanted to have his name on file. Wait, wait. I lost. I lo- I got lost in the plot. What happened? What, what is right. this man saying? <laughs> so this is a guy who was in love with this chick he worked with. The woman is gay, mm. and basically he's upset that there's like a gay agenda, and that's the reason that he's there because he wants to play a song for her. Mm. And if he plays this song for her, she will understand her his her feel his feelings for her, and she will make up her decision. Wow. So his and and then I guess he calls the cops on himself or something because her dad was bothering him or something like that. So this is oh. kind of like a full self report. And then there's a he he records a video after this, but it's this is just kind of more cringy. Okay, but mm-hmm. he, he's like cussing at me. He said he says I'm gonna do something to you. I swear I do something to you. Yeah, but it wasn't chasing. It was like going down a couple streets, like. That's, That's like, like fun, fun to women. women. Like, like women, women like that. that. A little bit of excitement. No, they don't. Well, what about like? What about like BDSM porn, where women like to have rape fantasies? Well, who knows? Most women do like having rape fantasies. So he saw you can you like you can smell the insult from across the phone. Yeah. So he has this interaction with police. Um, this is why I find it so hard to date men. Jeez. Sorry. <laughs> we are horrible. <laughs> so the incel community is just 
man, this this stream has really j- just been like a I feel bad for all cops. <laughs> I never thought I would sympathize with cops this much. All cops are bastard except these guys. Except these guys, these guys have to sit there and just listen to this incel give them like freaking. Well, he wanted it. Sophia, he has a song that if you listen to it, will turn you ungay. And if you scientifically, that's how that works. If you just listen to him and give him a chance, you will drop the gay agenda, and Mm -hmm. you will realize that you should be with him. Yeah, even if you he followed you down the street for blocks. He probably liked it. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. That's fun to that's fun to girls. I think girls love that. Yeah. All right. So then he gets into his oh, car shit. after. Of course, that's what he looks you like. You know what? Lindsay's dad. I hope you see this fucking video. You know what happens when women don't ever, you know, come to terms with themselves. What? I don't know. Something um, the cops want to deny me trying to get her to use truth. Something is wrong about that. I don't see why these traditional ass motherfuckers think they can speak shit whenever it's this woke, belligerent LGBT shit that has her. Right now, and her <sighs> controlling the bullshit. This is like I just don't. This is yeah. giving me that mass shooter from Santa Barbara vibes. Do you remember yeah. that? That guy one is- guy that just like shot a bunch of women, like random bystander students, just because he n- no girl would date him. Yeah, and he did like a and he did like a video in his car before he killed himself as well. Yeah, that was. Mm. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, I'm no, it, it it starts off cringy and then it gets scary. Because, it's scary, yeah. Because this is this falls under the. Um, I, I saw this posted somewhere else where it was like, you know, guys are afraid that girls are going to laugh at them. Girls are afraid that girl that guys will murder them. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy literally thinks that he has a right to stalk this girl, who is clearly told him that she's not into him and that she's gay, and he feels that he has the right to pursue her, chase her. And force her to listen to a shitty ass song. Yeah, that, that's gonna magically make her change her mind and realize that she's not gay, and that she loves him and his fucking pubic hair, fucking beard. Yeah, <laughs> it's the it's the entitlement of like I don't know where do these guys get off of like I am entitled to your time, your attention, your body. Um, I, fucking I don't know, dude. Get a personality. Get become your better self and then maybe someone will date you for who you are instead of just like having all these tantrums because no one will fucking date you. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like um, it's hard to feel pity for people like this. Yeah. I don't understand where, where it happens that they get bad advice or something happens in their life. And that's just like, they don't click. Yeah. I said it again, man. It's not even, just if you're just a normal person and just have develop some sort of personality, mm-hmm. focus on one or two things that you're good at. It's not that hard to talk to people and just it, have a normal life. Yeah, it really isn't. And it's like this victim mentality. That's like, I remember like way back in 
like the beginning of our, our pod, um, I had a little bit more sympathy for insults um, mm. because I have a little brother. And so it was one of those things of like, I understand how it's difficult growing up as a man. And, you know, you're getting told all these rhetorics of like, you have to be whatever the fuck. Right. I had a little bit more sympathy, but at the same time, it's this entitlement of like, you just get into this bubble of like, we hate fucking like hot men, like the chads, you know, they're taking all the fucking women and then all these um, women who only go for the chads and for money. And you forget that females also can switch it. Like there's also females that objectively by, by society standards are not attractive. Right. And there are some females that also have trouble dating and finding partners and getting laid. And why do we not see that same violence from the from that side? Why is it that the self-pitying insults are all of these young men, but not women? You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to feel pity. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna I was gonna say because they're all at abortion rallies, but <laughs> Uh, no, there are female insults, and there even is there are some, and there's anti there's anti feminism women. Mm. There's all kinds of subgenres and stuff like that. It's oh, just yeah. I feel like they're just more amplified now, and since they're more amplified, more people that have those tendencies turn to feel more more open uh, about walking up. Like there's almost like yeah, I'm part of the incel club. I don't know, mm. I get it, and they're like, so let's do incel things. This is weird. But maybe uh, they should find each other. What I'm saying is also like like. There's all these like mediocre to unattractive to just like, you know, decrepit, ugly looking men that go for the 10 that go for the fucking IG model stalk her and then get fucking hurt because they won't reply. Oh, like, yeah. bro, <laughs> shoot your shot to somebody that's like on your level. Like you are going for this guy's going for a gay fucking woman. Mm hmm. And you feel entitled to her. To, like, I just don't understand. Like, maybe go find a girl that you have more in common with. That's like maybe less attractive. I'm sorry if that's problematic to say, but if there's insult men. No, no. You are, you you are shooting your shot with the fucking top tier here. All right. Just know your know yourself. Be better. Become your better, your best self. And then shoot your shot with whoever it is that you will. But like, learn to take no for an answer. I don't understand all these people that are fucking entitled and can't take no for an answer, and can't just deal with rejection. Learn to deal with the rejection. How about that? You can't fuck a ten. You might as well get five twos. You know? Yeah. That's, that's what I always say. It's not the end of the world. No. Know your place, damn it. I don't know. I'm, well, my shitty counter is down. Yeah, yeah. Today. No, there's the whole bet where it's like you need to know your number, and then you can date like one above or two below. And that's it. Mm -hmm. You know. So if you're a fucking six, you could shoot your shot with a seven, but just you know, stick to the fives and the fours. Yeah. Right? You, you, you know? see all these twos going for tens, and then being like, "Oh, yeah. women are yeah. these fucking yeah. like shut the hell up." Oh my god. Yeah. This woman's gay. She doesn't like you. She doesn't want you. No part of you. And if she was straight, even then, I'm sure she's too hot for you. Listen, Get over the, it. The one thing I'll say is that hey, I've shot my shot with some nines and tens, and 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 have made it happen. So, but that's because you have a personality. And if they would have said no, you wouldn't yeah. have turned and gotten violent on them. It's oh, kind yeah. of because you shoot your shot and you don't care. You're just kind of like, all right. Yeah, it's, it's excellent. Fine. Excellent. Yeah. yeah.
Same. I can take rejection. I have been rejected, people. It is yeah. fine. There's plenty of fish in the fucking sea. I don't understand these men that sit there and whimper and whine and are just like, wah, no one wants to fuck me. You think that's attractive? No one wants yeah. to fuck you. So stop, stop whining about it. It makes you more unfuckable. Yeah, no, you meet a girl, you're interested in her, but she's also a cool person. And you say, hey, hey, eh, eh, and they're like, nah, eh, yeah. you know what? You're still cool. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. not the end of the world. Worst worst thing worst thing that happens is 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 a different girl sees you with her and they're like, oh, he's 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 the other girl co-signed on him, you know? Yeah. You know? But no, yeah. these dudes get so fucking yeah. like so hate filled and then they go commit fucking mass murders. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not that serious, man. It's weird. Go home and jerk off if that's all you can do. Yeah. Out the street. All right. Anyway, um, last thing I wanted to shout out the um, Scar Scarif Scuttable podcast. Uh, we uh, I, I was a guest on a show. Oh, look, yeah, I saw that. Yes, uh, not all of think? it because I didn't. But, well, I, I I loved it up until the, the point where you guys started talking about something that I didn't. I hadn't even watched. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, well, uh, I caught up on on Andor, um, but I got in, I invited. It was interesting to be a guest rather than a host. Mm-hmm. So we talked a little. Shy girl was asleep in the back. Oh, shy, yeah. Shy girl, but uh, but it was a cool podcast. So shout out to Scarepod. Um, I'm I'm enjoying Andor. Um, I have not and, watched that. Uh, hopefully they'll invite me on, and uh, we're gonna have them on at some point. So wanted to shout them out as well. All right, let's do this. Uh, it's time. It's time. Now it's time for No Namas Way. No Namas Way. No Namas. No Namas. Let's do it. All right. Lusty Busty writes in. She says, well, I'm assuming that she says because it's Lusty Busty, but it might not be. Made a pact with a friend about getting married if neither of us were by 40. We're both 43. (laughs) What does Listy Busty do? Oh, Lusty Busty. What does Lusty Busty do? So they're both 43 and they're both unmarried, I'm assuming. They're both unmarried Um, and they made a pact that if they would get married where neither of them were 40. Well, it's been three years, so... Bring it up. Somebody... You know, you, you should just don't bring it up. Just bring bring up uh, a date. She's like, what, what do you think about a spring wedding? Oh my god! <laughs> and then, what kind of cake uh, do you want? What kind of cake do you want? Do you want to go cake? He's like, just next time you're hanging out, just be like, hey, do you want to go cake shopping? Yeah. You know, <laughs> who would you invite? Um, you know, so yeah, bring it up yeah. in theory, yeah. and then see if the idea germinates. Just bring up a seating chart, a 3D seating chart one day randomly. Like, what yeah. do you think of this? Um, destination or local? Have you ever done that? I have, I have, uh, I have a couple uh, arrangements, agreements. There you go. You have agreements? You have some safe? I have agreements. You have, you have yeah. Feel safe? Uh, yes. Yes. I don't know that the, any of them are serious, but we shall see. They usually, I think I had one of those back in high school, but then it's a funny thing. It's a fun like, hey, if we're still single by thirty-five, <laughs> you know. I feel like that's a like a friend zone agreement, though. It's like a friend that you're like, hey, I like you enough that we're we're friends. But well, no, I feel I feel it's <laughs> like a thing that one friend says to the other who doesn't, who's the one that's le- less interested, and it's like, but why don't we get together? We're so perfect. And you're like, look, listen. If neither of us is married by the time we're 40, <laughs> fuck it. All right, I'll marry you. But just like, you know what I mean? Get, get over it. I'm not into you, right? It's just kind of what it feels like to me. Yeah. One, one side of 
one side of that argument, one side of that scenario is more excited about that prospect than the other side. I will for one, say. For one person, it's hopeful. For the other person, it's desperation. I don't think that it's equally desperation. Desperation. Both, I think it's, I think it's. Um, figure out which side you're on. What word is that? Not desperation. It's kind of like, listen, Settling. the dating, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the dating pool, dating as a millennial is shit. Okay. Dating in these times is shit. Nobody knows. Nobody like it's everyone is noncommittal. There's everyone has too many options. So you're always dating someone with like, oh, maybe there's someone better. Right. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I, at least that's what I've seen a lot of. Um, and so what ends up happening is all these, like all of these like noncommittal situationships, and then they don't amount to much. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the times you're like, Hey, if we're going to continue on this path, <laughs> you want to be my backup? And we're like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know that, that there's, yeah. I don't know. I can't contribute to that because I'm not allowed to date millennials. I'm only allowed to fuck them. So. <laughs> You're so dumb. Uh, no, you can't. I can't have a relationship with a young person because it's well, are you actively dating though? No, I mean okay. not, to, not 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 any millennials. Mm-hmm. But no. you're also not. You're also not looking for a f- like to to have children to right. get married. That's not particularly right. something in your. Yeah. mind right so for me i'm like i've always been like i at least want one kid so my thing is like the clock's tick and you know but then i'm kind of like well i haven't found that special person joe schmo at 35 yeah, yeah. we well, still got joe schmo as a backup no yeah, yeah. no i i just think that it's funny because like literally it's like you can't date uh, any you, you can't date any well for me it would definitely be well the 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 rule i've always tried to go by is uh mm-hmm. half your age plus 7 years right mm-hmm. which is what is well, for me 45 so it'd be like Math. 27 wait no half your age plus 7 years so how old am i so that would be 23 right or 22 <gasps> it's 21 for me i can date a 21 year old ew I don't know. I yeah. I could date I, the 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 lowest I could date is apparently like twenty nine thirty. Mm, okay. You know, Pretty but good. I can fuck twenty year olds. I mean, I just can't date them. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> they're too fertile for you. They're yeah, exactly. They're they're too they're they're yeah they're they're mature enough to make a decision that they want to you know fuck I an old guy. Visito, no. No. <laughs> I can't. Well, not okay. even that. I'm not. What if I don't want to date them? I don't want to date them. <laughs> but you can't fuck them because they're too fertile. You don't want children. Uh, oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Oh, man. And, and just and just like my old couch. I, I will say, real advice for Lusty Busty. Um, bring it up. Literally, just be like, "Hey, hey remember is this what we said? Is this, is this still a thing? It's been three years. Mm. Just bring it up and be like." Are you actually down though? Is that something like because okay, I'm assuming you're actually wanting to get married. So if you want to, just do it. Life is short. Do it. Yeah, if you're in your forties, fuck it. Yeah, get married for the it. gifts. Tax breaks. I might do that. Get married for the gifts. Do it. Cash it all in. Um, yeah. all right. Good luck, Lusty Busty. Good luck. They call me Groot says, How do you handle jealous friends or colleagues when it comes to entertainment industry? Do you call them out or just ghost them? Mm, mm. I need more context, but 
I, the context I need, I guess, is is as to how you know they're jealous friends. Like, did they tell yeah. you something? Did they talk shit about you? Did they? Are they being microaggressive? Like, because that because that that depends the level of jealousy, how the behavior. Because the jealousy is not bad if it's not being acted upon, in my opinion. Right. Um. Because someone can use you know, jealousy can be a useful you know set a fire under your ass and make you productive. Whatever. Um, anyway, if it's getting to be a behavior where they're acting out against you, then yeah, that's problematic. But what I need to know is what the crime was so that I know what the, what is that called? The verdict. Yeah. The verdict. There you go. Yeah. Uh, how do you handle jealous friends or colleagues when it comes to the, do you call them out or just ghost them? Well, I mean, if it's somebody that for me, from my perspective on this, just a limited information. Mm-hmm. If the only two options you're giving me is do you call them out? Look, you're being a jealous ass bitch. It sounds like they're doing some sort of behavior towards yeah. them, whether that's or, like comments yeah. or like, yeah. yeah something Which is like not okay. microaggressions, comments, bullying, mm-hmm. something like that. So if the only options are calling them out and confronting them or just cutting them out of your life, uh, I think the more healthy option is obviously just cutting them out, right? Mm-hmm. distance yourself from them be cordial but don't spend any time with them or stay out of their circle yeah you know if you're feeling like, you have to make a stand i don't know and it's weird because i want to say like how what's the quality of the friendship as well but then again when i think back to like my highest quality friends i don't think jealousy would ever like i feel like we all each other you mm-hmm. know we're all very loving and supportive and and I can't see any of my close, close friends being like jealous and like nasty. So if they're being jealous and nasty, I feel like that, that means that you guys aren't that close. I don't know. Yeah. 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 That, that's probably it. I would mm-hmm. say that. Um, yeah. And if it's the entertainment industry, it is a dog eat dog industry. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a hard one. So if you're up for like similar parts and you get it or. You know, you're getting more shine than them, and it's going to happen. You know, some people told me that, you know, when you start getting haters or people talking shit, that's when you're, you know, you're getting close to making it. So hmm. look at it as a positive or do the healthy thing and just sort of let them go about their way. They'll hmm. know why you won't talk to them anymore. And so will you, and it'll just stay like that. Um, but if you feel that you need to call them out, ask yourself, what's that going to gain? Mm-hmm. You know, because that might cause more drama. And then just go from there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. right. Speaker. Hold on a second here. What am I looking at? Speaker. Oh, where's my responses? Oh, sorry. Okay. That's okay. Getting a little. Maybe they just shouldn't be friends. Hey, what's up, Mello? Hey, Mello. Maybe they just shouldn't be friends. I agree. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. This is what happened. They put the name. Okay. Uh, speaker no more says bye bye, Nancy. Now you can drink baby juice and bang your old ass husband. Okay. (laughs) That was a Nancy Pelosi. We will not get Nancy Pelosi haters right now. (laughs) Not in this climate. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, just wondering says, uh, what is the favorite guest you have had? All of them. We love oh. our guests like we love children equally. 
Okay. Yeah. No, uh, no, we don't play favorites when it comes to guests. Anybody, everybody's, everybody's welcome. Uh, I'm going to say my favorite guest is Sophia when I had her on the show. Uh, Let me see. Next. All right. One more here. Busty Busty to call me Groot. Nancy. Uh, Losing faith in myself writes, I have been on a bad streak of trying to start a new project and then stopping because I am overwhelmed with anxiety and then stopping and starting again. How do you deal with the thoughts of giving up on your something you love doing because you might not be good enough? Hmm. Hmm. I guess that's sort of, um, well, imposter syndrome, but you're not really supposed to call it imposter syndrome anymore. I heard. Um, Hmm. Yeah. Um, if it comes to like arts or direct, oh, sorry, go ahead, Sophia. You got something? Well, no, I mean, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I was just going to say stamina. Like it's because you, you and I are creatives, right? And right. I like to think that we go through waves of productivity and then lulls. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just, it's hard to give advice because we all, at least I know for myself, I, 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 I do that as well. I go through waves and I can find myself in a very anxious and low place. And all I can say is just keep going. Like, I don't, I don't know, to some, to some extent, you just have to continue, figure out what is causing the anxiety, figure out what is the best way to cope with it and to separate the two from it not leading to the imposter syndrome from it not leading to you telling yourself all of these, you know, negative outlooks, like just separate your creative pursuits from anxiety, I guess. And then you just have to continue. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. Do you ever get down on yourself to the point where you're like thinking of stopping fully realistically? Uh, that's a good question. Mm. I go through I okay so pandemic happened started mm-hmm. the podcast to stay creative I I edited old projects I, I I try to stay creative there but at some point people started making movies and all these people that are know are making features and and stuff and stuff like that and at at what point I was like wait a minute I've been spending the last 2 years uh creating content podcasting streaming am I even still a filmmaker you know, and made two features. I've made a dozen short films. If it was going to happen, was it, was it going to happen or should I keep going? I've always felt that in this industry, acting, filmmaking, the people that are failures are the people that stop because we see all these stories about actors and people that don't get their start till they're in their fifties, sixties, you know, and then they have 10, 15, 20 year careers where they do really good. So yes, I have had those feelings and sometimes I'll feel like, well, maybe I could just do this full time or maybe I can teach film or maybe I can do this, you know? So, so, so yeah, that creeps into any creator's mind. I think you're right that you need downtime. <clears throat> I know for myself, if I'm going to, if there's a hundred percent of the time that I'm spending on a project, sometimes 88% of it is just ruminating and thinking about it and letting it sit in my head. And then 12% of it is actually putting it into action yeah. um, for, for tons of stuff for people like that. You know, you can call that lazy. You can call that a process, right? Mm-hmm. So don't beat yourself up. 
everybody goes at their own pace. You're only competing with yourself and yeah. with who you want to be a week from now versus who where you were a week ago. Yeah. So if you are be who you are right now, I learned that from Toast. I learned that from Toy Story Four. Be the you that you are now. Don't worry yeah. about who we're yesterday. Just be who you are now. And the person who is now needs time. Uh, hey, Karina. I'm so hey, Karina, late. welcome. <laughs> Karina, we talked about all the elections, the California things, uh, Oz Fetterman, and then we did a bunch of tabs. We're wrapping up, but please yeah. feel free to scroll through the, the the video and let us know what you thought. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so don't give up on yourself. Give yourself space. Um and we're answering a question right now about starting and stopping projects and being overwhelmed and feeling like you have like imposter syndrome. Yeah. Also know that everyone is struggling with that. Like the more that I talk about this to all creatives, everyone sort of has that, that moment of like, Oh shit, should I continue? Maybe I'm not shit. Yeah. And, and it happens because especially in this, in this industry, you tend to go from project to project. And so you do one thing and you're like writing this high and you're like, I'm the shit, right? This is amazing. Booking left and right, maybe. And then you go through a lull and then you're like thinking like, oh my God, maybe, maybe my career is over. Maybe I shouldn't keep going. Maybe I'm not shit. Maybe. And I think writers, directors, everyone goes through that. Um, And you just got to keep going. I don't know. Yeah. The people who fail are the people who quit. You know, yeah. and then there's people out there who don't really need it, who have like a husband or a wife with a ton of money or another career, and they're just kind of like there. And then there's very few people who are just fucking at it, going at it, go, go, mm-hmm. auditions. Yeah. Right, 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 movie, make a movie, do this, do that. Yeah. I do also want to advocate, though, that it's okay to take breaks and it's okay to quit if you need to. Okay. Um, I know that we literally just spent the, all this time saying, keep going, keep going. But listen, at some point, listen. if it's really, listen, if it's as my mental health side is like, if it's something that is truly debilitating you to the point where like you are so anxious that you can't function every day to day, then, hey, maybe it's time to pause for a little bit. Take an extended break. <laughs> Take an extended break because it is OK. I always like to think of actors. For me, I have this a lot because I haven't fucking actually done like a big, big project in a while, actually. But I work two jobs. I'm trying to be nice to myself, right? Um, so uh, what I always think is like actors, you know, yeah, like you said, like Sarah Paulson, for example, like we would, she started, she got big in her 40s. Yeah. <laughs> and we wouldn't have the Sarah Paulson that we have now had she given up. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Take a break, come back, go f- mm-hmm. do something else for a while. Remember, look, <laughs> I doubted myself and I was like, no. I cannot grow luxurious hair. You're so but stupid. then you're so I did. stupid. <laughs> Don't I listen did to him. Grow luxurious hair. Listen to Mel. I, I didn't give up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they told me I couldn't do it. What is this a Pantene commercial? They told me I couldn't do it. I always yeah. had the dream to one day have long hair. Mm-hmm. And, you didn't and, uh, and I didn't give up on it. And then that we were stuck inside our house for two years and I was like, fuck it. I'm growing my hair out. Um, <clears throat> you can quit if you need to take an extended break, come back to it, go do something else, pursue another fashion, mm-hmm. but uh, go at your own pace. Like you said, Sophia, you haven't, you know, I know like 
I've 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 made two features and a bunch of other movies while being a full time caregiver and ha- not having much of a life. And right now I'm I'm in a state where, you know, I see other people making projects and I'm like, you know, fuck, I'm itching to do it. So I know that it's still in me. So using myself as an example, I've taken an extended break from filmmaking because of the pandemic and because I wanted to podcast and create content and sort of expand my brand. But now I am ready again to make a movie and that's what I'll be doing at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but this break taught me that I love interviewing people that I love connecting with people that I love, um, promoting people and, and focusing on people. Um, working with the film festival has given me a love of, you know, promoting Latino and Latino works and spotlighting them and, and trying to connect people and trying to get people jobs. And so taking a break from filmmaking has expanded my artistic side not made it smaller and i hope that i bring some of that to my next project and that it enhances it rather than takes away from it and that i still have that passion Mm -hmm. so taking a break can be good it can recharge your battery you know and maybe sometimes and sometimes and this is something that you don't we don't talk about a lot but sometimes it's okay to let a project die Mm -hmm. you know i i you know so i've 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 had projects that I try to salvage footage. I try to do this. I try to do that, but they just weren't right. They just didn't come out right. And if I put them out, it was going to embarrass me and embarrass the people that were in it. So certain times it's okay to let something is and just make something new. So figure out if maybe you're stopping because maybe the project, there's something wrong about it. Retweak it, start it over, start something else, go do something else. Just be kind to yourself, forgive yourself and just try to be better every day. Yeah. Poco a poquito, just keep swimming, man. You'll be fine. That's what I learned from Finding Nemo. Just keep yeah. swimming. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised the lessons you get from kids' movies when you have to watch oh, it 8,000 times. <laughs> All right. So uh, thank you, everybody, for stopping by. Thank you to our mm-hmm. audio audience that continues to grow to the tune of 200 downloads per episode now. Yeah. Very excited about that. Go watch us, listen to us on Me Hint the Show anywhere you get a podcast. We're streaming live usually Thursdays, but sometimes Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Uh, more content, more. As this is the part where I stall as I find my. Video. I can see that. <laughs> more um, content, more. more. More stuff coming to you. More Me Hint the Show. Uh, thank you, Sophia. Great show yeah. today. Thanks, Lou. Thank you, Me Hente. We'll see you guys next week. Peace out. Hasta luego. Bye.